Hi, this is John Dolan from Real Dundee Stars and you're listening to our view from Section C. Well, hello and welcome along to episode 33 of Our View from Section C. Senior, we've not yes, had it for senior. a while, we've not had it for a while, but it's a four-point podcast. Yep, yep, it's been a while for a four-point <laughs> podcast and and probably one that was totally unexpected. Um, I think I was sitting, must, yeah, we'd been about this time last week when the Flyers, um, podcast went out and I saw them all tweeting about it, you know, a four point weekend with podcast, it's great reviewing blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. and I was sitting there thinking, yeah, jammy swine yes, we've not had a four point and then bang, here it is yeah, four point four weekend point. Yeah. so we'll days, get on, yeah. we'll get we'll get on to that, we'll get on to that, but yeah. how's your week been? It's been alright it's been yes. okay, we've, as you know, we've, as a family, we've had a bit of a, a bit of sad news, but yeah, yes, uh Life gets goes on. Uh, work is as fucking manic as ever. But <laughs> the good news is, I'm now on holiday. Thursday, Friday, Monday, and Tuesday. So I've quiet. now got a long... Well, I didn't You ask people in the work if I kept it quiet, I'll tell you. <laughs> They'll certainly tell you I never kept it quiet. <laughs> Anybody that was willing to listen was told, do you know I'm off on holiday today? Do you know I come off on holiday today? Yeah, but, ah, just the usual. Your wife will tell you about it. She cares what goes on in the work, so <laughs> it's good. You'll probably so, notice yeah. that I've got the light. I've got the light behind us working again. What light? <laughs> no bad. What light yourself? <laughs> we the uh... <laughs> yes, yeah. Me and it just do not work there. No, no, they really nah. don't. Um, nah. So for those, for those of you, we, we didn't discuss it last week, but senior has a new laptop and. The amount of questions that comes up when Senior gets something new that it's either a laptop or a computer game or a TV, anything it needs. I, I'm yeah. literally the IT department for them, so I should start IT charging them for it. Well, <laughs> Raise a ticket yeah. with us. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it, it just goes to show how much I know about IT when every, every the people that watch it might see it that I do rock back and forward quite a bit and last week I thought the light behind was was flickering and I tried to keep looking at it until Junior then tells me you move back and forward your camera picks you up and tries to put you into focus so your light gets darker and lighter honestly so I thought the light but I thought the light bulb would <laughs> went fucking idiot okay light lights on but nobody's home um, That's what it's like. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. So senior has got a new laptop, and he's he, he is liking it. And see, so oh, you went dark again. There, that light's flickering. I, I was because I went across for my juice. <laughs> the thing so, is, have you look, never have you never told us? It was fuck. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so let's um, let's move on. Um, before we move on, I'm going to apologise in advance to the to the viewers and the listeners. Um. I had a preview for the Sheffield game last week, and this episode 
is being recorded pre-Sheffield game, but will probably be released post-Sheffield game. So you'll get your review the week after. Okay, so next week you'll get your review of that Sheffield game, along with the Storm and the Flames games. Unprofessional. You know what the thing as well is, Olarzo, is that the demand is there to get another show out quickly. This is my problem now. Uh, Craig Nish putting it in the chat to messaging Billy McGinnis. They're just constantly wanting an episode. And I'm like, right, listen, one a week's enough. One a week's enough. We didn't need to listen to this twice a week talking shit. So, yeah, yeah, we do apologise in advance. Um, We did get days mixed up. I got days mixed up. Um, But it is what it is. So, let's move on. Big shout out, first of all, in the first segment this week to a certain one of our own. Um, st- yeah, still a young D man. Um, still a young D man. Chris Ingalls hitting the 200 club. Uh, yeah. Larzo, what, what can you say about it? I, w- I was going to say, we've seen him playing, or I've seen him playing since he was a bairn. To me, he still is a bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that. That's the thing. Yeah. But we've seen Chris at various age groups. Yeah. Through through his career, eh? um, yeah. And I think it's I think it's testament to the club, and also to him that he's still here because he potentially could have moved more than once, and he's he's still here. Um, and I think it's great for him. Uh, I hope yeah. he. I hope he stays long term. Uh, me personally, I'm really selfish. I'd like to see him as as a a one club man. I really yeah. would. I'd like to see him start his career with the stars and finish his career with the stars and log up hundreds, another two hundred, and another two hundred. I think it would be yeah. great. Yeah, top top D man. And I, and I think the thing is, you know, we, we, from what we saw him in, in the age groups growing up, so in the juniors and then at the comets. And and you think to yourself, you know, is he going to make it? You know, is he going to make that elite league level? And he he's always had the potential to do it, but his standard of play gets better every single season. And and it's just how how far can he go? Because he does, he improves every year, and he's already playing at a top level for a Scottish. And we'll say it, a Scottish D man because let's be honest, the the Scottish players, unless you go away, you're, you're you know, your Canada's and come back or you go down south to EPL and stuff, you didn't really get a chance with any of the bigger teams of that. No. So see how far Chris has come and, and see the level he plays at every week. And again, last season showed just how much we missed him when he was injured. Um, th- this season, when, when when he got injured, and he, and he, and he, he went missed, out again, he missed yeah. those games. Uh, yeah. It just imbalances the whole decor when Chris isn't a player. Eh? Yeah. And, and that's not a fluke. That's yeah. that's what happens. Um, he's grew physically. He's grew, yeah, and mentally he's grew as well. He's he's suddenly he was like as you say, coming through the juniors, going to the comets. You always thought, is he is he going to make it? Is he still yeah. a young laddie? And then he got the chance, and he became a man. And yeah, yeah, and it's I, I really hope we. We will if Chris Ingle leaves, we will struggle to replace him. Yeah, definitely. No, I agree. Um, I agree. And I think as well, you'll you'll miss that leadership. Although he's although he still says he's a young lad, he's still a kid. He's yep. he's an alternate captain and a future captain if he's stuck yep. it out. Yeah. If he wants um, if he wants to if he, if, yeah. he, if he if he wants to stay, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but we've always said that ice hockey is a short career. Yes. And if if he gets opportunities at, at bigger clubs and the money's there for him, I wouldn't blame the laddie for going and well, trying elsewhere. Eh? I really wouldn't. You've got to look at you've got to look at Mursi as as the perfect example of that. You know, came back over from um was it the U the USHL, wasn't it? With the Sorry Mustangs. Um yeah. played there, came back here, um, had a a season with us, um, and then Cardiff starts sniffing round and they're yeah. in the CHL. And he wasn't getting a lot of ice time, and the ice time he did, he scored in the CHL, funnily enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but he never got much ice time. So then he starts looking elsewhere and he goes to your clan and your fife and then ends up back with us. And then look again, starts building himself up a little again. bit more. That's it. Big move again. Um, it's about so, move again, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd love it for Chris personally because, again, yes. we've known, oh, we've known Chris and, he, and his dad and his brother for years. You know, we want it for Chris, but from a purely selfish point of view, yeah. you hope he never goes. <laughs> no, definitely. Definitely, but um, you're, you're like you're like that with with any player that that's good for your team. You 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 you're purely selfish. You want them to stay. You wanted like Justin yep. Farina. Everybody wanted him to stay. Yep. Vinnie Scarcella. Boys like that. Uh, like Beauregard. Look at the move he got. And I know he's he's an import, but Beauregard got a massive move. But it's purely selfish. We were gutted that he left. Yeah. But for their career, yeah. yeah. You, you hope yeah. that they do go on to bigger and better things. Eh? So, speaking of the 200 club, there are three more Stars players in history who oh, have geez. achieved this feat. Now, You're going to ask Senior, senior ah. didn't know what I was up to when I came in. Uh, when he came into the, the lobby, he came in and oh, I was yeah. in the middle of checking it. So, Senior, three other players have reached two more than 200 games for the club. Now, elite prospects have it as whatever amount it is, but it's incorrect because okay. they're missing quite a lot of playoff games from other seasons. Um, so three players, right? So Chris is number fourth at two at your 200. Right. So are you talking stars all time? All time. All time. So JD's got to be there. Has to be. So, so JD is your number one. And elite prospects right. have them at 431 games. It's more. It's more because they're missing the so. playoff games from right. the Northern League and the Celtic Cup. Okay. So it's more than 431. But yeah, 431. Oh, that's not bad. I'm one for one. One for one. Right. Uh, so who else? This is where this is where it's funny. If you're not if you're listening to this on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, you can't see Lars was we wheel. The cog's going round in his head. Right. <laughs> God, just take I'm wild stabs here. Tam Phillips. No, Tam wasn't around for that long. That he, he was. For a while, wasn't he? he was there for a while, but he wasn't there for that long. Jeff Marshall. He's, he's, he's having an absolute nightmare here, folks. Paddy Lockett. Right, okay, just guessing names now. So I'll give you the answers, okay? Number four is Chris Ingalls. Right. Number three. Oh, well, that's like. Which isn't. Wish. Gary Wisher. Is it, is it, is it 228 again. There would be more than that. Right. And and I'm and I, there's going to be a certain someone that goes to the hockey that we are very close with that's going to be disappointed that you did not get this player. 
So who's the person that'll be disappointed? Auntie Berta. Sam. Sam McCluskey is What's second all-time with 328 games. Again, according wow. to the prospects, but there would be more with the, challenge, the Northern League and the Celtic Cup playoffs. So, yeah. See, that, that's how I guess Tam Phillips, because if Sam played 328 games, Tam Phillips must have been next to him holding his hand. Well, you've got to remember, <laughs> Sam, Sam played a lot of Elite League seasons as well. Yeah. So Sam had all your Northern League, your Celtic Cup, but the SNL, then your yeah. Elite League. I thought, so, I yeah. thought Tam, I thought Tam had all that. Plus, you had the BNL. You know what? We're going to have to find this out now, aren't we? Yeah, I think and we this should. Is, this but is where we should do a professor. live episode, Larzo. This is where we should do oh, a live fuck. episode. Imagine us doing a live episode. <laughs> you'll get your, you'll get your mum coming and saying you're going to carry the dog up the stair. <laughs> <laughs> We do a live episode and people could have been messaging into it to say this. So, Tam Phillips right. played 69-26-32-12, whatever that is. No quite 200. Say it again. 69. 26. 69-26, right, okay. 32. 12 so less than 150 yeah. there. Mm. So yeah, it's funny when you oh, add them up. Eh? But yeah, God, so... It must have about 145 Dan Phillips yeah. jerseys. Aye, but what a what a group for Chris to have, to have his name in with. Guys like Gary Wisher, you know, Sam, one of his, probably one of his Mate. close friends growing up as well. Yeah. And then the yeah. Dundee hockey legend, John Dolan. Um, uh-huh. So yeah, what a... Speaking what of... A speaking of... Speaking of Dundee hockey legend John Dolan, have you reached out to him yet? I've been busy. <sighs> Shocking. We are going to get him on. Okay, we are going to get him on. We just need to get stuff sent over to him. But uh, yeah, and we need <laughs> we need to work out how we get subtitles. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, in saying that, we could we could always we could always have an interpreter on from. Uh, <laughs> we get Billy McGuinness back on. A corner. Wee boys, <laughs> wee boys sitting in the corner. <laughs> Uh, so yes um, so yeah 200 club and he made those 200 games at the weekend um, with games against the Panthers and the Flyers so um, a 4-2 victory over the Nottingham Panthers so Kelly Summers um, I didn't know that was Summers first name Kelly Summers (laughs) 11-53 Elijah Briga got us going at 14.03, assisted by um, Dryden Dow and Craig Garrigan. It was great to see that Garrigan and Ruckus were the two on the line, on the ice, at that point in time. Um, Stephen Anderson put Nottingham back ahead, um, 2-1 early into the second period. Uh, On the power play, Elijah Briga with his second at 47.38 on the power play assisted by Parker and Semyonovs after um, a little bit of a, 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 a stupidity mental breakdown by one of the Nottingham players um, who decided to <laughs> throw punch, uh, throw Sanchez a couple of punches and then throw him at the board's head first and get a double minor. Yeah. Um, and then Elijah Briga with the hat-trick, assisted by Semyonovs and Sanchez at 14.27. Again, the power play. Philippe Sanchez rounding it off on the power play. Assisted by Semyonovs and Briga at 49.56 after the Debo meltdown. 
So, Senior called it last we week. Call it. Oh, we call it's that. always going to happen. Yeah, we called it. He is an absolute loose cannon. Great night, netminder. Not taking oh, it away from him, right? He, he's probably... He, he, he could be looked upon as being the best in the league. But he's an absolute loose cannon. Oh. He just can't control himself. Now, have you watched the video back? Yes. Did you yes. see the slight touch from Bariga on the way past? Yeah. And so, I showed your mum, <laughs> right? And I must admit, I seen it the first time and I thought, oh, he has been bumped. Yes. And then I watched it again and I thought, fuck off. It depends. It, it really does depend on the angle. Um, the, the Stars TV angle, when it comes through at first, you, it, it, you can see he's trying to move away from him, but he does yeah. clip the side of his mask. Then you see it from kind of up behind the goal, and you see that it's the minimal of touches as he skates through. It's like it's like his jersey hits him yeah. rather than actually so, his arm. Was it not in the first period? Oh, when he launched his or the second when when he came yep. he came out. Sanch and Sanch was called no. for goalie interference. Richie, it was Richie. Oh, Richie it was called for it. But he yeah. come right out his crease, and he actually threw his cell. Into Richie. Yeah. And Richie then gets called for goalie interference, right? Mm -hmm. So you think, okay. And then it happens again. And I actually think the referee watching it has thought, nah, nah, you're milking this. Ain't calling it. Yeah. It was probably the only thing he got right that night. But he uh, he, he just, and and it was because he never called it. That was the thing. He never even had to make the call. Uh, Two dumb moves. One by the D man with Sanch. One bed the bow cost them the game. Yeah. And that and that 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 dumb move by that D man, he's he's now out after a bad hit on the Saturday, I believe yeah, it. Yeah. A really bad uh, hit. So I don't know what yeah. I've still not seen a video of it yet, but no. seemingly it's bad. Um but yeah, me me personally, my my views on the game, and, I, and I'm gonna be honest, was I thought for a, I actually thought we were quite poor. And and we competed with them in the first, and then we, we got really lazy and and tired again in the second. Yeah, but the it's one like thing it's like we've got this burst of energy for yeah. twenty minutes. Yeah, and, um, and it's I've... like we're putting too much effort straight away, yeah. and then it just drops down and yeah. drops down. Yeah, and I was quite disappointed with our performance, and I thought, God, here we go in the third period again. Yeah, but I think. And I said it at the time, and I can't remember I said it to you, but the, the game completely changed with Sanch. Sanch, definitely. Sanch just started winding players up and getting yep. in their face. He did the Charlie Combs of last season. Yeah. He actually he actually looked like an angry wee man himself, eh? I know. He he yeah. It was like he was he was either pissed off at what was going on yep. for him individually or as a team. Yeah. And he just he lost it. Yeah. And got involved, and and it lifted every single person. Yeah, like he, yeah. like it lifted the crowd. He, listen, he he had words with Gagnon, right? He was never ever going to fight. No, Gagnon, of course right? not. But he never backed in, and yep. people seen that, and the crowd yep. lifted, the bench lifted, and then after that, there was only going to be one winner because yeah. he fired everybody up. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, until that point, I thought. 
you know, again, we were quite flat, um, and I and I expected, I, I thought the worst um, was going to come back to our Bef- Belfast Sheffield from the previous weeks, the Manchester yeah. game. Um, but yeah, and like then the say, feel, and, yeah, so got them, got them and, going, and and that was that was what yeah. we needed. I didn't feel as bad as that, but when Nottingham went two one up, I, I just couldn't see us winning. I couldn't see us coming back, mm-hmm. equalising, and then getting a winning goal. And it and it changed on these dumb yeah. penalties. He, he, the coach said it as well. Eh? Gave yeah. his due. He said that the the these guys need that stop taking dumb yeah. penalties, yeah. and it cost them the game. Yeah, it's very it's very much a clan thing right now as well. Uh, although that absolute tosser doesn't take any responsibility for for losing. Yeah. It's one thing that the clan keep doing though is dumb penalties at dumb times, and yeah. that's what's making them lose games. Um. Or making them tired to then lose the game because they're on the penalty kill for so long. Um, but yeah, just some bonehead plays by some Nottingham players, which uh, yeah. which was great for us, and and it, and it puts us better um, going yeah. into Fife. Um, big big game considering we hadn't we haven't lost in Fife um, yet this season, um, and that continues. Um, so yeah. a four two victory. Um, over the five flyers, uh, Roman Semyonovs, seventeen oh one, assisted by Elijah Bariga. Um, again, Yanni Kivalati oh. uh, at seventeen fifty nine. So again, fifty one seconds later. Um, yeah, the stars hadn't even got their tweet out. They tweeted goal, and then it was five goal, and put all put their score up. We still didn't know who scored on Twitter. <laughs> um, Philippe Sanch, 23 seconds into the second... And this, I would have loved to have seen how this happened. 23 seconds into the second period and a penalty shot awarded. Um, have you not seen the highlights? Not properly, no. Ah, oh, um, right. So, the, the basic, the basically, he gets a break of the puck and he's away. And it's uh-huh. one on... He's just him on, on own and the D-man just come back and he just puts his stick right around him and just pulls him right back. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah... Great finish from Sonch on, uh, you know, we'll, we'll come to this on Shane Owen. I'm going to come back to Shane Owen in a second because I saw a lot of conversations this week about him. Um, Yanni Kivalati again uh, at 44-37, tied the game. Sonch then steps up with a power play goal assisted by Elijah Briga and Dryden Dow at 56-40. And then an empty net goal by Elijah Bariga, assisted by Fabrizio Ricci and Mr. 200, Chris Ingalls. So, over the weekend, um, four goals for Bariga, three assists for Semyonovs and Bariga. So, Bariga was seven points over the two games. Our penalty kill was also eight for nine. Um, So, only conceding the ones on the the power play. Um, Considering the amount of firepower that Nottingham do have, and you look at five forwards on a power play as well, guys like Kivalati. Um, what's the other? Is it Lackanen? The other Finnish boy. Yeah. Um, yes. you know they've got some guys who can score goals there. Sean Cameron, you know, big yeah. big sc- uh, goal scorer. So yeah, to go eight for nine in the penalty kill over the whole weekend as well was absolutely phenomenal. Um, boys but, are laying their bodies on the line, eh? Yeah, and, and it's it's one thing that you know. A lot of PP, pee- uh, PP, a lot of PP, a lot of people. I was waiting to say Richie. A lot of people um, have been saying that about Richie. You know, not getting the point scoring going yet. 
But it's one thing about him is he puts his body on the line in oh, front wow. of that puck yeah. seven, eight, yeah. nine times in every game. Um, the amount of blocks, you know, he'd be one guy you'd want in your Yahoo fantasy team for your category of block shots because he just blocks them all over the place. Um, yeah. But yeah, it does, she, it does worry me um, when when you're you're doing the, you're looking at the the points that are coming up by our team. It's yeah. it's one line that's that's providing everything. Yeah, uh, Jeff did try to change it a couple of weeks ago when he put Semyonov onto the second line, and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. So he's put him back up with Bariga and Sonch, and the three of them really work well together. Like yeah. Semyonov's, he, he, he's not the flair player like Bariga. He's not a flair player like Sonch, but he yeah. just goes about his business. And yeah. if we're winning games, he's coming out two, three, four points every game. Yeah. Especially the boys scoring, the second line for me needs to start getting yeah. a points production in now. Uh, yeah. And then your third line and fourth lines are they're, they're different roles for these guys, but yeah. we kind of keep expecting no Bariga, Sons, well, and Semyonovs and that to get and us winning thing. games every game. Eh? So Bariga's on ten points. Um, Romanovs, uh, Romanovs, Roman Semyonovs is eight, and Sons is seven. Your next one after that is Dryden at five and then reach you on two. Yeah. So that, that's, that's your it, next one. Is, so everyone else is one me. point. And that's the league. We're not looking at Challenge Cup. That's just purely in the elite yeah. league so far. Um, but yeah, 10, 8 and 7 for the top line, but nothing else. And, it, and it, you know what? It kind of reminds me of the season before we won the conference. So Hutch's first season with the World Bagrin Ryan and like yeah. where they were just throwing up points all over the place and we weren't really getting the points on the other lines. Um yeah. so but yeah, um one point I'm gonna come on to and 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 this is you know really for the Fife podcast to argue about. But I saw a lot of stuff on the stars supporters page this week about Shane Owen and okay. people saying that he is an okay netminder. And they would have other goalies over there. Um, listen, I'm still going to say it right now. Shane I'm Owen sitting, is I'm number my hands one. In my, head, my head in my hands, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Shane Owen is number one in the league. <sighs> Even playing for Fife right now, he is still the best goalie in the league. For me, it's, be- it's between him and Debo. Yeah. But I would... From what I've seen of Owen anybody more. now, yeah. I've had to yeah. take anybody now, I'd take Shane Owen. Yeah. Every the only game. one, the only one that would that's better than Shane Owen, and would be Besco. Yeah. Besco would have trumped Owen, but oh, Shane Owen for me is number one in this league. Um, it, it's just I saw a lot of people saying that he's nowhere near number one, and like, why would he play for Fife if he's number one? Listen, the guy's settled. You know, he he gets it. He he gets it good there. You know, he's yeah. he's probably their top paid player. He gets yeah. everything he needs. You could, so, you could, you could argue the, the same with Besco. Why did Besco play in Edinburgh? Yeah, he got yeah. treated well. He got yeah. treated well, and and Shane Owen will be getting treated really well at Fife. Um, and the fans love him. Yeah, he's settled in Fife. If he's if he if he's comfortable, he could go and move. He went to Belfast. Yep, 
You got to move to Belfast. He wasn't the best in the league at Belfast. No. Expectations are a lot higher at Belfast. So maybe he's comfortable playing in a team that I've got medium expectations, put it that way. Yeah. And yeah. and it'll push hard. Uh yeah. Him then the bow for me. Yeah. Yeah, no, Shane number one. Um sorry, folks. Um Spirit Fires players here, but I just I seen it this week and I thought yeah. I kinda I kinda I kinda sit yeah. with that. I, I really can't let, <laughs> let, let's let's throw on let's throw Anton in there, right? And for me, yeah. Anton is improving and improving. Yeah. Yeah. He he, he had a bit of, he had a bit of criticism in, in some quarters. Uh, he's I think the new pads are uh, the new pads are lovely. They're undefeated. Uh, I, can't, I can't wait. Yeah, he's undefeated with the new pads. You'll <laughs> you'll get you'll get. Uh, we'll, see. And, we'll see after tonight. <laughs> yeah, don't don't take this the wrong way, ladies. But his helmet will be getting painted. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Family friends at TG, please, Larzo. Yeah, <laughs> or twelve at least. I, I must admit, I think Anton is is beginning to settle. I hope so, and and I think he ha- his game has has improved a lot a lot bit more as it's went on. Um, I still I still think there's quite a lot of flaws in in, in his game still. Um, I don't know if it's you know trying to get used to the ice that he's on and, and the new rink or whatever. Um, every, but, every netminder's know, got a flaw. Oh, without Shane that, Owen's got Shane Owen's got a flaw. Yeah, Jackson. <whistles> yeah. Jackson's shoulder, Shane Owens five hole. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. They've, they'll all have a flaw. Uh, yeah. Not one and, of them will be perfect. And another thing about Anton, actually, now that you've now you brought him up, so people were complaining about Stars TV not getting up the the highlights quick enough. Um, again, you know, old dog, young dog, they they work ridiculously to try and get the get the highlights and that up. So give them a break for starters. But I wonder. If that is why Anton wasn't on saves of the week, because he should have been on saves of the week this week. Yeah, probably. He had a double save um, on the one timer and going across the goal, and I just wonder if because the highlights weren't up quick enough that yeah. they never got them got it for that. Because I went through, I, I watched the highlights, uh, the the Elite League's highlights for the saves of the week, and I thought, why Anton should be in there for that one, yeah. surely. Um, but but yeah, listen, Jackson's was good though, was it? <laughs> the thing is, well, the boy had the whole goal to shoot it, and he just shot it right in the middle. Um, I thought the shoot, I thought, I thought the forward should have done better. To be honest, I really do think yeah. he could have done better with the chance. But Jackson's gave himself that that chance to save it. Um, and again, one of those stupid awkward bounces in Belfast off the plex. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, happens all the time down at that bottom goal, all the time. Um, but yeah, um, Anton, yeah, steadily improving. Um, Definitely, and hopefully that's you know that settles him a little bit, and hopefully settled the demon in front of him a little bit yep. more as well. Yeah. Um, obviously, Colin Joe's out um, with what looks like a dislocated shoulder, arm in the sling, on the bench at the weekend. Um, so he's. Obviously, it looks like he's going to be out for a few yeah. weeks. Did you know? Did um, you notice he was wearing Sanchez trousers? 
<laughs> I knew you were going to bring this up if I mentioned Colin Joe. Oh my god! Right, listen. Um, <laughs> you had turn ups on. You had turn ups on. That was not turn up you had on. That was like a pumpkin he had going up his leg. Honestly, God, they were about twelve inches too short. They were saunches. Tell you. Listen, cost of living crisis here, Larso. Right? Maybe that's all you could afford. Okay? Then be judging people. All right, okay, so we'll, right, that's it. Go, go fund me, pace to get Colin Joe a pair of trousers. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, a great, you know, we said out of the three games, obviously, we did preview Sheffield, which we've already discussed. Yeah. Out of the three games, um, we did say three points. Um, yep. You hope to so pick up a point, point up. against Nottingham and, and a, two points against Fife. So yeah. we're, a, we're a point up already, and we've, yep. we're, we're only playing Sheffield tonight. Yeah. yeah. So we've, we've, I hope I, I hope I'm just no cursed Anton. That's the only thing. Ah, uh, well, you would have cursed him because I I didn't really yeah. bring him up. You did. No, um, and also I also brought up our mate before we come on air about his points. He's he's not scored a lot of points and. The wee dick is going to score about four or five tonight, is he? See if he scores about four or five tonight. Uh, I'm coming into your house tomorrow, right? Yeah. And it's getting yeah. egged. Yeah. Egg on your house and egg on your face. Yeah. So, yeah. If he does, it's... the phone will be... Uh, there'll be a message on my phone in the morning if that happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Four-point weekend. We're extremely happy with that. Um, couldn't have asked for a better results on Definitely. the Friday and the Saturday. Yeah. Um, two four two victories. Going into this weekend, um, we are a double header away again. So this is obviously the start. Tonight's obviously the our Sheffield game, the start of our yeah. away trips. So away tonight, um a double header away and actually I can even put this in. Again, unprofessional the heavens, away to Belfast on Wednesday. Um yeah ne- next week, is that right? So yes. we'll we're in Sheffield tonight, because this is yep. Wednesday, obviously. Yeah. Um, we're in Man- Manchester Saturday. Guildford Sunday. Guildford Sunday. Belfast Wednesday. Belfast Wednesday. And then... On Saturday. Is Guildford. That home to Guildford on the Saturday. And then away to Coventry on the Sunday, and then oh vice versa God. the following weekend. At, at home to Coventry, away to Guildford again. Yeah. Just flipped them round. I'm glad we're getting the Guildford games out, out the way early, though, because one... We always struggle in Guildford. And two, it's one shitty journey there. Yeah. A long journey. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, so let's look at Manchester first. So, um, played them up here. They won the anything special. They somehow got themselves back in the game and won, an over, uh, won on overtime. What, what are we thinking? Is it the way we're playing? I'm expecting I'm to thinking... take two points. I expect us to take at least something. Yeah. Whether it's one, whether it's two, but the expectation is we need to get we need to get someone out of the game. Yeah. So Manchester we are, currently... We're more than capable of of doing it. Um, yeah. If if revenge is now the right word, but no, it's revenge. Yeah. If if they need if they need someone to get them going. All I've got today is look at what happened the last time. Four, we're not we ten minutes to yeah. go and you get bit. Yeah. No. 
wasn't good enough. And I think they should they should be going down there with, with a point to prove that what happened in Dundee was a 10-minute fluke. And that, that's yeah. all it was. Yeah. So the big thing we need to watch out for is obviously Jesper Orville, the puppet, um, okay. and Ryan Barrow. So obviously Jesper Orville's top point scorer in the league right now um, with 13 points in eight games. Um, Barrow, I and think also... he's 10... 10 yeah. or 11, 11 points in, in eight games as well. Yeah. Seven They've games. also so, signed the wee junkie as well, have they? Aye. The wee well, junkie's back. Yeah. No junkie. Stoner. Aye, right, okay. Stoner. On the doobies too much. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. He'll, he'll, he will make a difference to them, eh? Yeah, massively. Um, yeah. So, like you say, you know, we felt that we should have took the two points at home. Or, actually, we don't feel. We we, we know. We should we have took those two points at home. Um, yeah. But going down there... It is. It's a shitty rink. It's very much like Fife. It's a, uh, you know, it's a bit of a dump. Um, very dark to play in. Um, but again, their guys are used to that that rink, that ice pad. And as you can see, Orville at, at thirteen points, top scorer in the league through the first eight games. Um, and Barrow just behind them with a couple points less through a couple less games. Yeah. The Luca, um, you know, they're they've got guys who can put up points and can score. They are a bit of a surprise package for me, Manchester. They very much are their typical um, inconsistent team, like what Finnerty yeah. used to have with them. Very inconsistent. I think they took Nottingham to overtime at the weekend, um, but then they get pumped by another team. Um, you know, it's just it was very not, inconsistent. Not been, it was Nottingham twice. Yeah, but like throughout the season so far, they've, oh, they've, right. been, pumped, yeah. they've been absolutely pumped in games, and then they've taken guy, yeah. like, teams to and overtime, then, and, and they've yeah. beat teams. So, yeah, yeah, um, it'll, it, be, it'll be a tough it one. But it's, I think we need to get someone. Again, it's it's like the old cliche that you're like, oh, it's a must-win game, and we need to get someone. But I think we do. I think yeah. we need to take someone because also, if you think about it, we we are. This is again Wednesday. Clan play Nottingham tonight. Yeah. So somebody's going to get two points there, whether it's Clan or whether it's Nottingham. And I yeah. think if it's Nottingham, I think Nottingham then go above us. So I think we need yeah. to get. I, need, I think we need to get something from it. And as I say, more than Kate Ball, if that first, if that first line, our first line, plays yeah. the way it can play, yeah, I think I think we will get something. Yeah. So looking forward to Guildford again. A, a, a rink we've always struggled in, but again yeah. they've got I think another three guys in the top nine top point scorers as well just now. And you know it's not even it's not even the statement you could say is it? Uh, well, look look forward to the Guildford game. I know. Yeah, then I look um, forward to that. Yeah. No, you've got McNulty, Stranella, Markland who are all in the top, and then you've got guys like Brett Ferguson and and uh, the Boyle, Tabasco, Tedesco. That's it. Yeah, I like calling them Tabasco because I can never remember. Yeah. Um, they they put up points all over the place. Um, the guy Martin seems to be shit hot. Eh? Yeah, yeah, and they're putting points up all over the place. They they deservedly beat Sheffield in overtime, in in Sheffield the other week on the telly. Um, they say their their point production is just ridiculous, and obviously they're sitting second top again. And they did this last year right at the start of the season. Yeah. They they were sitting right at the top, and then they kind of dwindled away. And then became in that playoff kind of pack with yeah. us um, for finishing fourth and fifth. But yeah, it's 
Guildford's never a good game to look forward to. Um, no. Especially those fucking mint green seats. Yeah. <laughs> I think I say that every time every season. The, <laughs> this is going to be a this is going to be a hard one, and and I'll say it again. I think what what I'm saying about Manchester is is I expect to come out of Manchester with something. But Guildford, so. I hope yeah. we'll come out of Guildford with something. Honestly, without a doubt, without a doubt, it's going to be so tough down there. Uh, yeah, and. Listen, we we've known Dickers for a long time. He he puts a decent team out there, and yeah. it looks like he's put a decent team together again. Yeah, and uh, that's the thing. And, a lot, and a lot of... Ben O'Connor's there as well, eh? Yep. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. Benny being there. So they've, um, they've 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 spent the cash this year, eh? Well, and, and that's what I was about to say. A lot a lot of people actually don't know this, but Guildford are one of the richest clubs in the league, and um, their their owners are multi millionaire. So yeah. they they have a lot of money that they can put into that club. Um, it you, you look at the guys that they'd signed previously. So guys like Dunbar, um, what's his face? The the Dima Kali Akarid. Um, their yeah. their goalies uh, as well. Winscog. Yeah. Surprised he never went back. But anyway, um, know. you know they've signed so they signed some good players and they'll they'll be on big bucks. Um, obviously. Yeah. They'll, they'll maybe move on for other reasons, but like Dunbar got the clan. But yeah, they're not, you know, they 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 sometimes are a middle of the pack team, but they have the money to put to put into it. And again, this season it looks like they have put the money back into it yeah. to get higher up uh, and start challenging yeah. for more things. Yeah. So yeah, I think they're pushing for it this year. Eh? Yeah. I think um, so, this is this could be the year that that they might be the team that that breaks the monopoly. Of the so-called big four, like you say, Guildford, Guildford, they're a big club. Let, let's not beat about yeah. it. Right? As you say, they've got they've got a good owner, plows money in left, right, and centre. He's always back to coach, mm. even when it's got tough. Dickers could have been out of job, but not. Yeah, they kept stick. They stuck with them, and so there's a bit of loyalty there as well. Uh, but I think this could be the year that they break that monopoly of that top, the, the big four. Yeah, there's always there's always one. You know, every season, near enough. Um, the year we won the conference, you know, we, we were starting to split that one, two, three and four up just that little bit. If if we hadn't had so many injuries towards the end of the season, yeah. we really would have pushed for higher up, I think. Um, Clan, that season that they finished second or second, third. I think, I think it was yeah, second. Yeah, I think it was second. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this could be the year that Guildford are, are the team that, that yeah. you know, like you say, break the monopoly. They're that one team that just sits in there and and start splitting them down a little bit. Like you say, Ben O'Connor's there. You know, GB International played KHL. He's not just any old punter off the street. He's not just any old boy for the EPL or the the E the ENI NIHL the NIHL. It's not just anybody that's coming in. It's a guy who's accomplished a lot. He's won trophies. He's played uh, Champions League. He's played in the top division for GB. He's uh, played in the KHL. At a decent level, so he's not just there just for this yeah. again. They've got again, yeah. they've got the money, they've got a good talented team, and we always say they've got a great coach. Yeah. Um, so and let, yeah. let's be honest, Benny, Benny will not be on minimum wage. That'll be sure. Oh, you know I mean? God, he'll be far from it. You <laughs> <laughs> might just be on the living wage, but nah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so yeah, hopefully. A point in Manchester, um, 
or we expect a point in Manchester and hopefully yeah. at least something out of the game for Guildford. Um, if we could come back up the road with two points, I'd be happy. Um, but yeah, yeah it's uh, three tough games this week, Larzo. Three very half, tough yeah. games. Then um, if you add Belfast in on the Wednesday, it's four tough away games. Four on the very bounce. tough away games. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, listen, that is what it is, eh? Because then, then what you want to think about is are these teams of got to come to Dundee again? So they come back up the road. Yeah, it, it's the same for us. It's just it's just the way the schedule is. We we had a, a wee sort of spot of home games there. Now we're on the road again, and yeah. hopefully, as I said at the hour week, the team will maybe gel now because I do know I know that when when I think they're back up the road yeah, after tonight, but when they go down to Manchester, I'm not even mentioning the Penguins. <laughs> when Clearly, they to, <laughs> when they go to Manchester, then they stay, and then they go to Guildford. So they'll be together. They'll be together a lot, and then they'll be away to Belfast again on the Wednesday. Yeah, let's see what happens. Eh? Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, you say no mention of the Penguins, but you mention it straight away. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. there you go. <laughs> well, if we're mentioning Penguins, we may as well mention the Ottawa one last night in our season opener, home opener. Claude Giroux yeah. getting his first home goal. Can love it. Oh, love it. Kachuk, Patterson, and Big Zub at the back. I really want a player with a name like Zub for the stars, eh? Yeah. It's just tremendous. So Andy, since, Andy so since you, see, I wasn't allowed to speak about the Penguins, but since you've mentioned that, it looks like Patrick Kane's maybe going to the Penguins. Ah, oh, I can Patrick Kane. So are you are you going to throw up a bit of a protest about that, like what you did against the clan coach signing a rapist? Because Patrick Kane was allegedly a rapist at one point. Well, I've refused to go to the clan games because of that. So <laughs> you're not going to go to any Pittsburgh games, are you? <laughs> I'm not going to any Pittsburgh games. Then. If the same Patrick, if the same Patrick Kane, I ain't going to the Penguins games. Yeah. Same as as if Cam, when Cameron's coaching through there, I'm no. That's it. That's me done. <laughs> but I'll tell you, I hope he's behind the bench the next time we play them in Dundee. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. And I hope to God Stoney's at the game for that. Because Stoney oh, will no. give him it tight. Yeah. yeah. But, no, I, I hope he stays in the job because he's absolutely shit. I know. And it'll be the worst thing and, that'll ever happen. Is if they, for, for, for us, it'll be the worst thing that'll happen is if they get rid of him. Yeah. Listen, we, we said it last season, especially when Phil Paquette tweeted about it, that the guy's a fraud. And that was the words he used. The, that man yeah. is a fraud. Um, and it clearly shows. That signing, we never spoke about it last week, um, but that's that signing, he's, basically it was a prick signing a prick. That's how yeah. I viewed it. That was yeah. the whole thing for me. He knew exactly what was going on. He didn't care. And no, that just goes to show what type and that just goes to show what type of person he is. Um, you seen but you seen a camera going down the clan road, but look, look what you done to the young laddie Driscoll. So he gets oh, rid of Driscoll, shocking, plays eh? Muse, and then they get bit, and then he blames Driscoll. Ah, he calls him it. Yeah. Called him out. No, guy back. takes no responsibility. Shake, at least at least with Jeff, and um, that's the thing. Jeff has taken responsibility for yeah, like he said that himself. He says the, the, the buck basically lies with him straight away on, yeah. on a loss. It, it falls with him. Whether or not the fans will agree with him or not, you know, he'll he'll know that players played shit. We'll know that players played shit. The players will know they played shit. But he yeah. takes it because he's the coach. And it was he's the same. You were you were the same at the basketball. I was the same at the basketball. We lost the game. You took it on you as you know what? 
I never got the tactics right. I never got the the, the yeah. subs right. I never got this right. Exactly. You, you put your neck on the line for your team. That is the difference. And he's yeah, he's just a prick. Let's move on. Let's move. Let's on. wrap up the show, right? Let's, let's wrap, wrap up. up the show. Let's go for that. Uh, instead of that prick. But yeah, hopefully two points for me from yeah. uh, the two games at the weekend. Obviously, hopefully we get something tonight. Sheffield, and hopefully your wee pal doesn't start scoring all over the place. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a weird week with any hockey. Um, I know I the know. Comets are at home on Sunday to Aberdeen at yeah. half five face off. That yeah. will be a very tasty game because Aberdeen are top of the league and the Comets have already lost a couple of games. Um, couple of local lads on show there as well for Aberdeen. Ben Edmonds is there. Uh, I think he's still there. Um, uh, yeah, I think he is. Jordan yeah. Layden, former Dundee Stars player, now player coach of Aberdeen. Um, and obviously yeah. you've got all the local lads. Ben Brown will be playing probably for Comets on Sunday um, and not in Guildford. So yeah, if you've got nothing to do at the weekend um, and you don't fancy spending your money on the the Guildford webcast, which I believe they've now got, surprisingly, yeah. um, get yourself at the rink. Comets Aberdeen, that'll be a, that'll be a good game. Um, yep. But yeah, hopefully we're sitting here. Hopefully another four point podcast. So when's our next podcast? Hopefully. Next what Thursday? If it's next it, Thursday, it I, could be I'm an open. eight. I could it could be an eight point podcast. Oh, if it's an eight point podcast, Lar. Right. If it's an eight point podcast, right, we're sitting there at naked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. On that on that note, folks, again, thanks again for listening. Thanks again for the views on YouTube. Um, keeping us high up in the ranks on uh, in the charts for uh, UK, not just UK ice hockey, but it's in, in the UK, ice hockey podcasts from all over the world in the UK charts. Keeping us high up there. Thanks again for listening and for viewing on YouTube. Yeah. Hope you have a wonderful week and weekend. And hopefully we're sitting here with big smiles on our faces with some more points on the board and moving up the table. So we won't see you next weekend. No. Nope. We'll see we'll see you. But you'll hear from us. You'll hear from us next week. And we'll see you the following weekend at home to Gilf Coventry. Guilford. Guilford. All right. Sassy. Have a good week. Yeah. See you soon. See ya. Don't you know, pump it up. You got to pump it up.